Welcome to the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. We are very happy to have all of you here this morning. We are a church that believes in the worth and dignity of every human being, no matter where you're coming from or where you are on the journey of life. And we believe in the never-ending search for truth. If the mind and heart are truly free and open, revelations appear to the human spirit and are infinitely numerous. Let us light the chalice and say these words in unison. In the light of truth and the warmth of love, we gather to seek, to find, and to share. The title of our reading is by D.H. Lawrence in a letter to the Reverend Robert Reed. This is a response to one of Reverend Robert Reed's sermons on the necessity of conversion or salvation. I believe that one is converted when first one hears the low, vast murmur of life, of human life, troubling one's hitherto unconscious self. I believe one is first born unto oneself for the happy developing of oneself, while the whole world is a nursery, and the pretty things are to be snatched for and pleasant things tasted. Some people seem to exist thus right unto the end. But most are born again on entering adulthood. And then they are born to humanity, to a consciousness of all the laughing and the never-ceasing murmur of pain and sorrow that comes from the terrible multitude of brothers and sisters. Then, it appears to me, one gradually formulates one's religion, be it what it may. A person has no religion who has not slowly and painfully gathered one together, adding to it, shaping it. And one's religion is never complete and final. It seems that it goes on, but must always be undergoing modification. I invite you to join me now in the spirit of meditation. This meditation comes from the universalist side of our tradition. You breathe in. There is a love breathing out, holding love. There is a love holding all we love. There is a love holding all. We rest in this love. Hold all who have lost loved ones in this love. Hold all who have suffered through war in this love. Hold all who are threatened because of their religious belief 
in this life. Old, old, who are persecuted because of the colour of their skin in this love. Old, old, who seek freedom and justice in this love. Old, old, who are discriminated against because of their sexual orientation in this love. All who are persecuted because of their gender in this love. All who live with violence in their life in this love. All who struggle for money. All who are in need in this love. There is a love holding all. Hold all in the embrace of love's presence, mystery, and transforming power. Please join me. What religion are you? I looked at my questioner, took a deep breath to get some more patience, and said, I'm a Unitarian Universalist. My questioner was brief and to the point. Never heard of it. Is that a real religion? In my less gracious moments, I actually want to say, no, I just made it up. <laughs> Would you like to start a new religion with me? And of course, that answer is partly due to a frustration. The frustration is twofold. One is, most people in our country have never heard of it. And the second thing is, I actually don't like the name. I think it's long, it's clumsy, and it's confusing to most people who, who hear it. And I've noticed this around the second syllable of universalist that people stop even pretending to be interested. And a friend of mine was checking into hospital. And the nurse asked her, what was her religious affiliation? She said, oh, I'm a Unitarian Universalist. And the nurse just looked at her blankly. Said, I'll just put down the other. <laughs> and I want us not to accept that. I want to make them put the name down, Unitarian Universalist. Not just Unitarian, Unitarian Universalist. Because goodness knows, we have to boot up with the barrage of cryptic names from the medical establishment. So we can think of this as revenge. In the medical establishment. You know, often to do with our own body. You know, I've got a thought inside of me. You know. And, of course, I think revenge is a poor motivation for people of faith. But let's think of it as Unitarian Universalist evangelism. Ooh, I said a bad word in a Unitarian Universalist church. And I think we, we need start thinking about Unitarian Universalism and I don't mean the idea of converting other people to our beliefs. But evangelism and standing up for what we really believe in a positive sense. Not defining ourselves by what we're not. We're not this, we're not that, we're not the other. But what we are. 
And we really do have a proud religion and a name stands for that. And while we don't always want to be the other religion, there are times in our history where we've been very proud to be the other religion. Reverend Laurel Holman, who was the minister of First Unitarian Church of Dallas for many years, tells the story that in the 1950s, the Unitarian Church of Dallas was listed under other in the phone book. The other, in, under churches, the other categories for churches were white and coloured. So we were very proud to be the other church because we were inclusive of all, regardless of colour of the skin. So there's cases where we have been proud to be the other church, but I'm not for a moment suggesting we change our name to the Church of Otherness. One of the few names is probably even more confusing and more weird than Unitarian Universalist. But I think a name is important because a Unitarian Universalist ancestor, that name results from what our ancestors believed. Some religions get named after the founders, like Buddhism or the Lutherans. And other churches get named after their institutional organization, like the Episcopals and the Presbyterians. We are named after religious belief that our ancestors held. So I think our name's got some importance to us. Now, Unitarian ancestors were actually part of the liberal wing of the Congregationalists in the early 19th century. And there was some disagreement with the congregations because the liberal congregations, they really focused more on the life of Jesus rather than the death. They really believed they were a religion of Jesus, not a religion about Jesus. They were about his teaching, not theories about why he died. So that was very much at the forefront of the disagreement there. But there was a, there's actually a, a bigger disagreement, I think, and was how much religious beliefs were allowed within one religious organization. I think the more liberal side and our Unitarian ancestors believed and welcomed the diversity of religious beliefs within the one organization. Because the more orthodox felt that there should be a limit of it, there should be tests of beliefs. So you can see right here at the foundation of a Unitarian movement, this sense of a diversity of beliefs was a good thing. And that's something that's still very important to us today. On the universalist side of a tradition, we're also named after a religious belief, the idea of universal salvation. And the idea there was that at the end of the, 19th, at the end of the 18th century, the predominant Christian view was that most people were corrupt and were going to hell. And only through the death of Jesus would a few elect be saved and go to heaven. And our universalist ancestors rejected that idea. They said that all people would be saved. All people were destined to go to heaven. Now the ideas of heaven and hell, most Unitarian Universalists have rejected that, at least for about 150 years ago. But that was a dominant Christian thinking at the time. Any ideas of literal heaven and hell we've rejected. The important part of that universalist insight is the common human destiny. All human beings had a common destiny. And there's a radical egalitarianism, there's a radical equality about that idea that I think is very important. And you look at our first principle, the inherent worth of dignity of every person. There's a strong radical egalitarianism in that statement which I think has its roots in a universalist tradition. 
You can see how both sides of our, our tradition and names had important beliefs that have carried down over 200 years to the movement we have today. I think it's important that we think about our name and what brings us together. Those beliefs are central in bringing Unitarians together and universes together. But what brings us together today in the 21st century? The Jewish thinker Martin Buber says the real essence of community is to be found in the fact it has a centre. The real beginning of a community is when its members have a common relation to the centre overriding all other relations. The circle described by the radii, not the points in the circumference. Those are the words of Martin Buber. I think that's really important. We think of each of us here, we can think of each of us here as points in the circumference. But what links us? Is it the relationship to each other or is it the relationship that we have to a common centre? I think it's really important for us to have a clear idea of what that common centre is for Unitarian Universalists. And I think it's important that we realise we are a religion of different beliefs with common values. Because we often hear the question, what do you believe? Or do you believe in God? And I don't think either of those are particularly meaningful questions. I mean, the do you believe in God seems fundamental to a religion. But can you even give a meaningful answer to that? You say no. Does that mean you have no sense of wonder and amazement in the world? Does that mean you have no sense of what's, what's, a, what's a miracle? Does that mean you have no sense of what's sacred and what's deeply meaningful to you? I don't think so. I think you can have all of those things without having any clear belief in God. And then on the other side, if you answer yes, I believe in God, do you mean a theistic Christian God? Do you mean the Hindu Brahmin? Do you mean the sense of oneness that we feel connected with the world and with those around us? Do we see the divine spark in every person, which is a strong belief within the Unitarian? What do we mean when we say yes to that? I think questions about beliefs are not that meaningful. I think we are a religion, and this confuses many, and probably within our movement, but certainly outside our movement, that we have differing beliefs shared values. So what are those values? I think we really believe that a diver like the Unitarian ancestors that a diversity of beliefs is health. We come to community with different beliefs, with different backgrounds, different classes, race, sexual orientations. And we come together and through the differences that we bring bring with us, we get a clearer idea of what's meaningful us, what ideals we wish to live by. We often hear that you can believe anything you want within Unitarian Universalism, and I do not believe that to be true. We are an ethically based religion. We believe in equality of opportunity to be good. We believe that bigotry to be bad. We believe discrimination of any kind to be bad. We believe inclusiveness to be good. We believe in a progressive, open to changing our mind. And we believe dogma to be bad. So when we say we can believe anything we want, we have bounds in that. You can come here and not believe in those things. You can, but you're not a Unitarian universe. 
inclusiveness, equality, and the progressive thinking. I think it's what Marxist Unitarian Universalists. We cannot believe anything we want. And we often say that we like to come to religious community to be around like-minded people. My friend and colleague Aaron White likes to remind us we like to come around like-minded people to find diversity. <laughs> we see the problem with that. It's really what clarifies us and where we find deeper meaning in our life is the encounter with difference. Because similarity leads to conformity. And I think it's limited spiritual growth in a car. We seek diversity in spiritual growth. And it's often asked, where do Unitarian Universalists fit in the scope and spectrum of world religions? I have seen the answer to that in black and white. I was at the San Francisco Gay Pride Parade about 10, 12 years ago. And there's a big program. It's quite a big event. I was looking through the program. There's a list of religions with a view on homosexuality. And we were listed there very positively, of course. And we were right there between Scientology and Voodoo. <laughs> so that's where we fit in, in the scope of world religions, between Scientology and Voodoo. And I have to say, I found it very funny too when I first saw that. And then I thought about it, I actually really liked that idea. Because you've got Scientology, you've got this 20th century counseling-based religion, then you've got voodoo, and let's forget about voodoo dolls. That's an insignificant part of the religion. It's actually a West African indigenous religion mixed with Catholicism. How's about that for a diversity of religion? You could span that. So I think, you know, I, I like that idea. I do worry about explaining to my family that my religious views lie between Scientology and voodoo. So, so you can work in that one. I think it's a really important that we are a wide religion of belief. But saying that many world religions, this idea of a relationship, some personal relationship with God, and our Christian, you know, our Christian heritage which we come from, and this idea of a personal relationship with God through Jesus, and many, not all, we still have many Unitarian universities who identify as Christians, but many of us have moved away from that so solely a path to the divine, this relationship through Jesus. But what happened is we've removed this transcendental, important, fundamental relationship. And have we replaced it with anything? I think that's a struggle that many Unitarian universities have had in finding what do we fear together. This is Martin Buber was saying, if we don't have this sense of a common sense, we're just a bunch of individuals that come and share the same space on a Sunday morning. That does not make religious community. I think many people come to Unitarian Universalism for other religions. We come to try and make sense of what's happening in the world. We are concerned about the success of individualism we're concerned about the overemphasis on material good. We're concerned about the pervasive injustice in the world. I think we come here to community to seek greater connection with other people. 
think we come here to seek to find a meaning in our lives beyond materialism. We come here to work for greater justice, to do justice to And I think what's at the core of Unitarian Universalism today in the 21st century is we desire to be in right relationship. We desire to be in right relationship with ourselves. We desire to be in right relationships with those around us. We desire to be in right relationship with our planet and all life on it. We desire to live closer to our highest I think we consciously and sometimes instinctively raise our human relationship to ultimate meaning in our life, often replacing the personal relationship with God. I think many of us see transforming power in our human relationship with each other within this religious community and outside of it. I think this desire for healthier relationships is at the core of Unitarian Universalism today. And I think we desire to live to our highest ideals while acknowledging the pain many of us carry, the failings many of us carry, and the inadequacies that always arise. We seek comfort, affirmation, and challenge in our relationships. We want we will see Unitarian Universalists prefer good questions to answer. I think there's a truth to that. I think we also want answers, but we do not want simple answers that do not resonate with our reason and experience. The Unitarian side of our tradition really saw that the divine was best accessed through our human intuition and interpreting our own personal experience. We do not see the divine only accessed through ancient revelation scripture, to believe reason and experience in our own individual searches can bring us to deeper meaning in our life. And I think this is what D.H. Lawrence was talking about in the reading that Michael gave earlier. For this ongoing gradual revelation, D.H. Lawrence said, it appears to me one gradually formulates one's religion, be it what it may, person has no religion that has not painfully and slowly gathered one together, adding to it, shaping it. One's religion is never complete and final, it seems, but must always be undergoing modification. Those are the words of D.H. Lawrence. And I think this captures for me the essence of spiritual growth for Unitarian Universalism. Not an adherence to a dogma or a confession of faith, but a gradual ongoing process of awakening to the variety and depth of meaning in our life. And I think our relationships with others helps us do that. Because it helps us transcend our individualism so common in our society today. And it confronts us with a diversity of values and beliefs which, he- which helps hold us accountable to our own ideals and values. It's often said that a loving argument is a sure sign of the spirit moving amongst us. Some of us may feel we have plenty of spirits within our religious community. But I remind you it's a loving argument. And I'll leave the topic of what a loving argument is to another self. I copped out on that. 
But our Christian heritage also places a huge emphasis on kind, loving, and compassionate relationships. And Jesus says to love one's enemies. Not just love one's neighbours, but to love one's enemies. And many scholars see that one of the most unique and original of Jesus' teaching to love one's enemies. And this was at the heart of our universalist tradition with the radical egalitarianism, the radical equality, the love of all humanity, the common human destiny of all humanity. Love one's enemy means that we all have a common destiny. And the universalists really embraced that. And they embraced it by placing the love of humanity at the centre of their religion. And this is not an individualistic religion that places humanity at the centre. It's the love of humanity love of all humanity. And that's a profound difference from an individualistic religion. And I said earlier that the universalists rejected the notion of hell. It's often said that the universalists loved the hell out of this world. Right? So whenever anyone asks you what you believe, you love the hell out of this world. And in loving this world brings us to an area I think we've struggled with, the religious movement. I think one of the biggest cultural changes in our world, in our worldview over the last 40 years, have been around environmental issues. And many religions, including Unitarian Universalism, have been very, very slow in addressing environmental concerns. And we're working at that. We've now got the Unitarian Universalist Ministry for the Earth. We also the seventh principle, which is respect for the interdependent web of all existence, of which we are part. With much of the individualistic focus on our liberal religion, we have often seen as individuals as separate from the world. I think now we're seeing that we need to have a relationship interdependent, because we are not independent from the world. We are definitely interdependent. I think all our religious communities need to put care for the planet and all life on it at the centre of our mission, especially concerning climate change. And by putting the planet and all life on it, including human life, at the centre of it, we work towards that with our hearts, with our minds, living our highest ideals. We do, as Unitarian Universalists, seek honest new answers to life's most profound questions. We seek to find deeper meaning in them. And I think it's through our relationships we get greater understanding of our values, our ideals, particularly those diversity relationships and values. We should be proud and not embarrassed about our religion. We should be evangelical and fed up with Unitarian Universalists being best kept secret. We have religion and we grow in our understanding of ourselves seek to live our highest ideals. We have religion seek justice and care for others in a relationship love, compassion. Yeah. We have religion and we recognise our planet and all life on it is meriting our care and respect.
we have religion and we do all we can follow a life larger than ourselves and live that life. Let us be proud of our religious tradition. Let us even be proud of our name, Unitarian Universalism, and what it stands for. And invite us all to take our religious values out into the world and conform our community. Let us all be living examples of Unitarian Universalist values. This is a presentation of the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. For more information, visit our website at www.austinuu.org.